Hey guys, it's Gail Kim, former TNA knockout and Hall of Famer, and you are listening to the Ringside Podcast. You're listening to the Ringside Podcast. Welcome to Ringside. The show that brings you all that is pro wrestling, news, interviews, and opinions. You know what? You know what? You just made the list. Really? With Daniel Spencer. The jabroni beaten. Pie eaten. Jeremy Wallman. That I'm the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And Justin Kruger. I make my own rules because it's much easier that way. And now let's ring the bell and start the show. Welcome to the Ringside Podcast. I'm Daniel Spencer. I'm Jeremy Wallman. We got a special guest today. I'm excited to have him on. Uh, the last couple of weeks, we've had some jabroni on the show and your brother. Um, so uh, that's, that's true. I mean, it, it, well, didn't we have Wes too at some, at some point? Like we, yeah, Wes popped in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, Wes popped in. He like he like the mailman. He came in and delivered. He did. Uh, so uh, well, he is a legit mailman. So, but anyways, let's get it. Let's get our guest. We have yeah. Eric Cornish, the voice. Of OVW, right? OVWVO, man. Video, yes. I mean, you literally, every commercial, every ad you hear out there, this it's, is It's the become voice. that way, hasn't it? It has, and I love it. Like, I, like it's so, I'm, I'm here and I'm going, oh, uh, it's a couple times it caught me off guard. I'm going, oh, that is Eric. That is Eric. Okay, because you, you have that voice that's uh, very. Sometimes I can sound sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes I, I can just say, the future is now the future right there you go now you now you uh you also though uh, i mean you know you have a career in radio i mean you do, I do you do uh go ahead and tell me a little background about what you do uh been in radio about 17 years i think okay. now so, well, so you dabbled a little bit in the radio field uh mainly <laughs> mainly in country radio uh country music that's that's what i've done most of the time but uh-huh. uh i have done uh, some other formats uh, here uh, in in the Louisville area. I worked uh, for uh, 102.3 when it was the Max. It's no oh, yeah. longer that anymore. Right. I uh, did mornings there for a little bit. Worked for uh, Q103, which is also here in the Louisville area. But uh, the station I'm on now is uh, in Elizabethtown, 94.3 The Wolf, uh, which can also be heard here in Louisville mm-hmm. and beyond. So, uh, and you can also get the app, which is just 94.3 The Wolf, and listen to us there. Yeah. You know, even if you can't get us on your radio, so. You uh, and with that market being in E Town, I mean, you've helped out OVW a lot to, in the whole um, E Town, Bullet County kind of area as far as promoting and stuff like that too, as well. Yeah, um, you know, we had uh, quite a few shows up there before kind of all this <laughs> craziness happened, right. uh, and we were we were going like about every other month, and then we got in the Hardin County Fair for the first time a year ago this week, as a matter of fact. But then again, no Hardin County Fair this year, so uh, we couldn't do that. But uh, but that was a whole lot of fun, and I, I helped organize that. So uh, hopefully. Once once all this is over, then we can we can start doing that again in Hardin County and, and other places around there. Have you thought about and maybe you have and in in spot shows before, but have you thought about actually like transition maybe in the commentary side of wrestling? Always up for anything, you know. Okay. I mean, I, I've done commentary in the past. It was always live commentary, which is kind of always kind of hard to do mm-hmm. at an independent show. But I've done that before. Um, I never never done commentary for TV, but. 
you know, always up for doing it. So mm, there may be a possibility for, o- for opportunities coming I know there's, up here. Yeah, a lot of soon. things going on. So um, and uh, ring announcing, you've done that too as well, right? I've done some ring yeah. announcing, even for OVW, done some ring announcing um, uh, in some different shows. So uh, so yeah, just. Uh, I've done that for years. It's not just radio because for about 13 of those 17 years, I've been involved in wrestling some some way or another. So Yeah, yeah. I, a lot of times you'll share old, old uh, pictures and videos and stuff of stuff you've been involved with down like in Bowling Green. Or? Uh, started in Bowling Green, yeah. did a lot of stuff in Western Kentucky, out um, in Hardin, Kentucky, not Hardin County, but Hardin, Kentucky and uh, Marshall County. And, uh, and that's where I spent most of my time doing stuff, but... Done some stuff in Tennessee and and you know Indiana other places, but um, but anyway, yeah, just kind of in and out of the wrestling business too, along with the radio stuff. So you know, having you on is not only do we have a connection with OVW and whatnot, but also you're you've been around the business enough to kind of know the ins and outs, kind of be able to critique it at a, at the right at a right a right view as a fan, but also as a somebody that kind of knows what's going on behind the scenes. So you know, you I'm sure you are watching the current product out there of. The WWE, the Impact, the AEW, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and like you guys, you know, it's and I listen to the show a lot, and it, you know, it's it's more difficult than it used to be to watch some of the shows, yeah. Um, but there's a lot more out there and a lot more options, and uh, you know, you can kind of drift in in and out to the stuff that you like, and yeah. And that that's the good news about what's going on right now, and and hopefully, uh, you know, once once you get in front of the live crowds, it'll be even better. And I, that's what I believe. I think the wrestling business is going to be as big as it's ever been as soon as fans are back. I mean, yeah, this is going to be huge. Yeah, we uh, and, and Eric has been on the show once before, but it was only through Barn Burner. They uh, there was a test uh, run they wanted us to do. Um, I don't know if we ever released it as a bonus episode or not, but I know that Barn Burner took it, and uh, it was kind of our Fourth Street Live show that OVW did back in September of last year and we kind of like talked about it. it's kind of interesting because we kind of talked about a show that by the time it aired already happened yeah <laughs> but it was more about just they wanted to hear us recap and talk about things and uh it was uh pretty cool and they liked it and um you know who knows the future may be bright for say uh a future uh show at Braun burner with ovw and eric and myself and maybe jeremy too as well we'll see what happens there but uh see how he already kind of kicked yeah, you already to the side. Been, yeah. <laughs> He's got his use out of me. Awesome studio. That's all he needs. <laughs> all right. So, um, so before we get started, and uh, you're you're wearing, so we want to we want to promote uh, Collar and Elbow, our sponsor. That's right. When you go to collarandelbowbrand.com, use promo code RINGSOUND, all capital letters. You save ten percent and you help the Ringside Podcast out. Collar and Elbow is the official apparel of of Ringside Podcast and the best wrestling apparel there is today. They got this new summer lineup out there. Get your gear now. Also, you can support. Um, the great, uh, the the great and late Chad Gaspar. As you buy those um, those products there, and all the all the pro- proceeds for that go directly to the family of Chad. So we appreciate that as well. Collar Noble brand, uh, wear it, buy it, support it, love it. All right. So um, let's talk a little bit. What, what it, so far? Uh, I guess I guess we'll do what we did last week. We'll just start with Raw and kind of go down the whole list of uh, the week. There, Jeremy. Does that sound about right? Yeah. All right. Obviously. So, um, so what's your? So let's, you know, I, and we, and actually, we're gonna try to get these real quick because we want to spend a lot of time on a kind of a big pay per view we have coming up this week for Impact Wrestling, so Slam Anniversary. So we'll talk about that too. But um, about Raw. So um, I last week, the week before, you know, and and this, you know, I 
I'll just say it. I'll just say it. I hate to. I hate to be so so negative, but I shit all over Raw. You, um, you really did, and because it, it, it was messy. It, it was a crappy show. The show, <laughs> but uh, but the show it, was messy. Is what it, I meant. Not you, right? But I will say this week, this past week at least. Uh, by the time this airs, there'll be a new one. But this past week, it definitely um, changed. Turn made it made it made a turn. For the wor- for the better for the for the worse <laughs> for, for the better you know what don't hold any of your feelings back and we want to hear what you really ha- how you really feel about it no I- I'm with you on that I, I liked a uh, I liked maybe they're just having an off night a couple weeks ago I, I think so I, I don't know because because I, I was kind of into pretty much everything on Monday night uh, I was glad we didn't have to watch the Viking Raiders versus the Street Profits in a uh, uh, disc golf challenge or a you know flush in the toilet ball yeah you know just yeah. tiddlywinks i mean that 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 was that was Dungeons good and dragons I, but i will say this i'm gonna give them i'm gonna give them a little bit of benefit of the doubt because i got to thinking about that there was a possibility because right when that one raw aired they had a lot of covid outbreaks and a lot of people tested negative or positive for covid so there is a possibility that the show had been rewritten because of that and I, so, yeah. so that may be why it was a dumpster fire, and and I'll give them I'll give them a benefit of doubt because out of fifty two weeks, you're 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 okay to have a miss every so often. They did it. They did it back in the attitude era. We just don't we just don't really talk about it because we think that's the greatest era of all time. Yeah, we don't appreciate so, that as much as we should because I mean even at, even at a, on a football team you don't you don't win every game. You don't throw six touchdowns every game. You no. sometimes you have off night. What really shocked me though is that. And I agree with you. I think that the COVID stuff did have an effect on it that night. But why were why were there people that haven't been there for a while um, that showed up this week, like the week after, like Kevin Owens uh, on SmackDown, the 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 Uso and that's not hurt. Naomi were there. You know these people that we've been hearing that's been having. Sorry about that. The issues because they're being cautious. They were there this Monday night and, to, and, and, and Friday night. No, like that, uh, it didn't make a lot of sense. I think some of that kind of depends on when it was taped because yeah, that's the one true. thing we don't know, and we don't know what order things were taped in. And uh, you know, very true. I, I think there's a there's a possibility that we're seeing things out of order, which is fine. I mean, what whatever they need to do to come up with a full show, um, but. Yeah, it, it's it's been interesting to see the people that come in and out, and then we're in this Randy Orton Big Show feud, which I mean, it, it's fine and they're great, and you know these guys have stood the test of time. But like, it, was anybody clamoring for that in 2020 as a Big Show? Yeah. Randy Jk Orton? probably was. Jk, how do you feel about that? <laughs> no, no, he's still not here. Yeah, but you know, you, you bring you bring something to my attention. We also don't know just because it was re- the COVID stuff was reported last week. We don't know that's when it all actually happened. Well, it was two weeks ago. Well, I'm sorry, yeah, two yeah. weeks ago when when this airs. Uh, that just may be when, the, you know, they kept it under wraps for a little while and it finally got out. We don't know. You know, they made the these guys that we saw come in this week, that could have been, you know, 14 days real time mm-hmm. after all that was found out and, and everything was cleaned up. So we really don't know. We don't know in any of the – because, we, like you said, we are getting – live tape television uh so we we don't know right yeah and, and so that's why i want to give them the benefit of the doubt i don't want to i don't want i mean it was a bad raw but it doesn't mean that there was you know i 
granted, if you and I've seen Al do it before at OVW. I've seen where things they had original plan and they get to TV, and then half the roster can't be there for whatever reason. They right. have to literally rewrite the whole show. Or sometimes one person can throw off the whole thing. Yeah. Exactly, if, if they don't show up. Exactly, you know? and and that could cause uh, rewriting to just let's just get something out there. Let's get things still moving forward in these storylines. It may not be the best product, but it's the best we can do. And I'll give them, I'll give them that. And like I said, I've legit seen it happen personally. So I look at listening back at my own commentary. I was like, oh wow, I was a little hard on them yeah, because I got to give them benefit of the doubt on that. And I try not to be that negative. I really don't. Well, we all were though. Act like you said you were. We all, <laughs> we all for that episode. Hey, I listened last week, and I, I agree with you. It yeah. was, it was bad. But I also agree with what you said. You know, a couple of you said that. You know, since WrestleMania, it's kind of been that way. It's just kind of been on that same. It just feels the same. Maybe it's because it's in the same place. Maybe it's because there's little fans. I don't know what it is, but I'm kind of with you all on that. And Mm -hmm. I think that it it did improve this week, but it still kind of had that same feel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I I love the the Heath Slater um, coming coming in doing that spot. uh, You know, um, there's there's rumors on on. Is that possibly going to help him get the the direct Maverick, uh, you know, or possible treatment where he gets resigned or whatever? I, I think it was just kind of a, you know, hey, let's, it was a goodbye. It was it was a goodbye, and it was it was fine with me. It was a, or or the Matt Hardy send off where you have the story, you kind of do whatever, and you and Matt Hardy got so, sent see, off. The Matt to, Hardy one was was odder to me because that's legitimately what he's wanted for for a while was a major storyline, and he was far, front. You know, up front and center for I think three or four weeks, and then he left to become a manager. Well, we'll talk about what. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That, that just annoys the bleep out of me. But, but he's got seven characters now, or whatever. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. So AW, so that's more merch, right? I, I guess. I don't uh, know. But no, uh, I, I read an article yesterday where Drew said he basically had to beg Heath to show up. Like Heath was over it. He was past WWE. He was burnt out. I would be too. I mean, yeah. especially if you're going to come back and it's like, oh, you're going to give me the same thing I've been doing. Right. I mean, yeah, he's a little more buff than he was, but he's still lost in you know five seconds. <laughs> he still has kids too. He's I mean, still at twenty two. No, at least, but no. But he even Drew said that in an interview. He's uh, he said that Heath uh, told him he didn't really want to do it, and he couldn't understand why. And that he talked to his wife later that night, and she was like, "Don't you remember how you felt when you got let go by WWE? You were over it." And he was like, "Oh, well, maybe I shouldn't have asked him, but." They still had a couple weeks left that they can use any of those people that they let go. So why, why not? I mean, I think it was you that said a couple weeks ago that uh, with Drake Maverick, and that was before we knew he got another uh, deal, Kurt Angle, all those, like they can use all those guys all the way up until they can. Friday, or maybe yeah. even Saturday. I'm not sure. No, it's Friday. It's, it's Friday is their official, yeah. Right. So. It, 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 for some reason, it should be Wednesday, but it goes out till. Friday. I don't know. You don't know what? If I was Vince, I'd book every one of them. <laughs> EC3, Eric Young, uh, the Good Brothers. I'd book them all Friday have, night for SmackDown. Have them all show up at SmackDown. Put them in a battle royal and uh, bring in whoever, you know, the flavor of the month is. <laughs> whoever, whoever Bobby the Lashley win, yeah. or somebody. Tease them all, uh, hang the brass ring. Whoever wins gets a recontract. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Actually, not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we te- we typically do write better shows on air than we see on TV, so that's not a surprise. Sometimes, well, I would say better segments for a better a better storyline. Again, right. you know, I, I know we talked Vince. about how, but hiring doing a three hour show. So I've seen the stress of doing an hour show, so I can only imagine the stress they they live with for a three hour or two hour uh, show. So 
you know, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt there again. I was just kidding, Vince. I mean, we know he listens to the show, so uh, we apologize. Somebody sir. in Connecticut. Does. I saw. I called him and made sure since I was on it. He. I appreciate. Uh, he was that. definitely. I re- I've been I re- called re- Vince's boy before, so we'll see. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, so um, as far as is Raw, though overall though, I I, I did like uh, what they did. I, I like the. I, it kept me intrigued. I didn't fast forward as much. I actually kind of watched it. Uh, mostly live for the most part right. this week. So, but I didn't. But it was nothing. I maybe wanted to f- like. Oh, if I would only fast forward this or whatnot, I think it was pretty decent. Um, you know, I mean, uh, I see what they're doing with the um, with Oscar, and I, I love the fact that they I, they didn't mess up a little bit by advertising. Uh, um, what's her name? Uh, oh gosh, what's the what's Oscar's uh, Kyrie? Yeah, they 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 advertised her, then they took her off, and then because she was supposed to be a surprise, then I think they messed up her showing up. Well, and again, this then, is just what I read. What I read was is that actually last week Kyrie told them she was done with WWE, and then they they offered her a new deal and talked her into coming back. So I, again, I don't know how true that is or how how false it is, but. Uh, I mean, uh, I, that's know. what Ryan, uh, Ryan. I don't know how credible you think Ryan Satin is, but that, I, I read it off of one of his he's, tweets. He's uh, he's okay. He's it just good. depends. He's he's credible, but he's he's also in in the company. I think right in his own right. way. That's so, true. Uh, well, he was. I think they let go of all the people for backstage. Well, no, he's it's just he don't. It, the backstage is still around. I think they'll have a show next week after their backlash show or whatever. Okay. Or is right. that back? Oh, what is what is Sunday? They did, they did scale it back. That's the horror show, brother. Oh, Extreme horror. rules. Extreme rules. That's right. Okay. I, but who I knows? get them all confused. She could all. I mean, in, in the taping schedule, that could have been her last taping. We don't know. But um, I, I heard that she wanted to go back to Japan. Yeah, that was the original yeah. thing, and was just kind of. I guess her fiance, her husband, is still back there or something like that. Yeah. In the injury, she just recovered. Like the when Naya like completely. No pun intended. Annihilated her twice, <clears throat> twice. Um, scared her, and she didn't want to like have to heal here in our country. I don't blame her when her 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 significant other is across the pond. That- well, and also you also like you mentioned before about uh, about uh, Ryan Satin. You don't know what has been put out there for them to release. To, to work the system, you know, to work mm-hmm. the boys, so to speak. Like, That's ah, true. Ah. You know, I mean, the, I mean, many times Melch and, and I don't know why he doesn't admit it, but Melcher's been used to get something out there to, s- to completely swerve in the wrong in the other direction. But then sometimes he has, you know, stooges in the back that also tell him other information to as well. That's kind of the way those guys work. And not, I'm not knocking anybody who releases information. I'm just saying sometimes they get worked and they release something that's completely false just so they can throw this at the very on monday i mean know? the same so. thing you know with my with my other show we get told stuff sometimes that those for uh, oh this guy's gonna commit to florida and then he ends up popping for louisville i know you're not a big fan but uh <laughs> you know th- that's all right that's a technique that's used across yeah you know entertainment sure. overall so yeah because they know that this person's going to say something they're going to believe oh my source says oh well the, most of the time they're, they're well, credible, plus they so. use it as a way to like weed out the weasels it used to happen a long time in the in <laughs> yeah. the used to a long time in the nba with espn what's his name chris um oh the dude used to all he's he, he basically no 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 um he's the nba guy chris Oh, I can't think of his last name now. I remember his first name is Chris, but he was an ESPN reporter. So ESPN Chris. <laughs> um, it starts with a B I on think. Twitter. Yeah. Um, anyways, he it's was a Chris B. That's not Chris Berman. No, no, no. It's with the N. Has the E and R in it. No, no, it's not. It's, oh, Chris Broussard. Broussard. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
We would so, be awesome at, at Pyramid. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, but he, <laughs> uh, but he would, uh, but yeah, but he would release stuff because people would tell him stuff and it would be false and he would, he would have hit and misses. So he would get a lot of, a lot of crap on Twitter for, and he was like, I'm just releasing information I'm getting. And, and he, for a while there got, no one would pay attention to what he was saying. Then he had to start making sure that before he released it was legit yeah. true before they believed him anymore and that could and that that's a that could i mean that could that's but obviously in the in in wrestling it, it's it's a fake business anyway so it's almost like you know who cares after they say something wrong they'll say something right the next time right you know but um i'm honestly i think wrestling if we could figure out a way to eliminate uh the spoiling of all this i mean just growing up watching wrestling we didn't have Dirt sheets. We didn't have, and I remember the first, the they first were time there. they were out there. Well, there may have been. I remember the first time I ever read like a dirt sheet website. I was, uh, I believe, I was a senior at the University of Louisville, and it was a site Raja.com, mm-hmm. and it's still around. Uh, and I looked at, it, I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing! They know stuff." Yeah, and it happens. The day that WWE uh, purchased WCW, I was I logged on, and I was like. Oh my God! They just bought WCW. Caught all my wrestling buddies. I was like, they just bought. How do you know? I was like, well, my sources told me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean, but back in the early nineties, it, it was just literally sheets. It, it was paper. Yeah. Right, it was, it, right. You would guess why they call it the dirt sheets. And um, I remember uh, there was a local. Uh, well, I guess it wasn't local, but it would come on local cable access radio or something it was called the squared circle with its name was shadow yes and, on tv it came on yeah, the public access, access channel and it had that cheesy music and, the, and you could call in yeah you call in so i, I became good, i, became I don't good, remember that one i became good friends with the guy that ran it all because i actually would because of my time with a former ovw person that i was friends with at the time and i i would get information so i would release the ovw information um, to them, and then they would become credible, and they were like, "Hey, we we'll just put you as a as a person on the website." So here I am at, I don't know what fifteen, like reporting <laughs> on their website. You know, it's different things that that was out there, and uh, it was it was pretty it was pretty cool, and that's how I got actually got a good uh, relationship rapport with the uh, with the former OVW manager. So yeah, so dude, pretty- I, 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 nothing beats that. By the way, no, uh, no, <laughs> no, nothing. But beats no, that. I used to call I used to call on that show all the time. Like I would go to the. Uh, and I was I was a kid as well, just a little bit older than you. But I would go to the I would go Raw Monday night, and then uh, in Louisville, and then Raw Tuesday night in Lexington when they used to record the back to back days. And then when that show came on, I'd hear everybody's opinion, and I'd call be like, "No, nah, man, you know the crowds in Louisville were really, really excited for this wrestler, but you know, they didn't really receive him well in Lexington." And he'd be like. Well, it's our our sideline correspondent Jeremy calling in, and no, I love that <laughs> show, dude. But like, it was it, on at such an odd time. It was it was like it was on Friday nights at midnight or or one o'clock in the morning, or maybe it was eleven. It was something. No, it was it, definitely it, midnight. It was yeah. yeah, it was late though. But uh, but I already, but if anybody out there is listening to the show remembers that show because it aired all over the 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 cable access channel, so it wasn't just in our area. Matter listens. Uh, let us know because I loved. I know Eric was the webmaster, and I can't remember Eric's last name because that's who I, my connection was. But if you remember any of those guys, it's I, would, I think it's yeah, Berman. Berman. There you go. Yeah, so I love, it's Eric B. <laughs> I love to uh, to reach out to those games, bring bring Shadow back, oh back on God, the show. About on the show, dude, he would have awesome. Mark Madden on. He would have a lot of guests. Yeah, on his show. I don't so, know how I missed that. 
Yeah, I, I, I would have been all into that. Yeah, huh. it, it was it was a good it was good stuff. And uh, yeah, so uh, if anybody out there that has a connection awesome. to those guys, let us I know. I thought We'd I was the only one that listened. No, I was like cool. I was like one of their biggest fans and, I, and I, contributor. I, well, then you probably heard me a couple oh, times because sure I, I was like one of the only people. There's like only about ten people that called in consistently. And I, I felt like I was one of the regulars on yeah. that show. Yeah. My um, first uh, dabble into the business. Anyways, uh, we got sidetracked, but it's okay. It was yeah, a good sidetrack. So um, it, your thoughts on – any other thoughts on Raw, Eric? Um, A couple other things like the – have you heard what they're talking about on this this eye for an eye match? Yes, I have. Uh, with Ray and, and, and Seth. And I, I love this match. I love this angle. I, I think it's – up to this point, has actually been pretty entertaining. Really yeah, yeah. But uh, the talk of possible CGI eyeballs it's and cin- things it's supposed to be cinematic, up. right? Uh, I don't know. Sh- it's supposed to be a cinematic uh, um, match, and I guess. Uh, they're going to make it. Yeah, using the um, cinema. But like the only eye that would make sense to take out would be Rey Mysterio because of the mask. He's already got one out, and he's already been wearing the patch and. Yeah, but if it, I, I don't know if it, it could something happen happen with Dominic? Could he turn on his dad? Mm. I, I, I think don't that's know. what a lot of people are waiting for is, is for for him to turn on his dad. I think it, honestly, I think it's completely unfair to 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 Ray Mysterio because he has to pull he has to pull two eye, uh, two he's got two eye or uh, I'm sorry it's unfair to Seth because Ray could pick either eyeball. <laughs> Seth's only it's an advantage for That's Seth. True. He's got one eyeball to go for. That's he doesn't true. have to He's got two it's like a handy it handicap is. match. It is. Yeah. <laughs> well I just don't know. That's that's the only thing. Like I like the angle, I but now the things that I'm hearing, it just kinda goes, eh, I don't know. This hopefully this works out for the good, but it sounds a little cheesy to me. I'm with you. I mean I think it I think that's got some uh remnants of uh, it reminds me of Lucha Underground a little bit. And I, I'm a huge Lucha Underground fan. I, I love that series. I wish it would have never went off uh, the air, uh, but it just—I'm not sure if that, that. The great thing about Lucha Underground was that it worked for them because they recorded in a small area. It was almost like a whereas wrestling is you tune in to watch wrestling and then they have some talking and storylines. That was a storyline-based show that had some wrestling every once in a while in it, uh, and I'm not sure that that will work. It, it would have worked there, but I'm not sure it'll work here. Well, but that being said, I guess every every time WWE, I guess in this these last few months, have done something cinematic, right. it's worked at least yeah. for me. So yeah, maybe I mean, this is maybe this is going to work. So I don't know. I just the stuff I've been hearing is kind of sounds odd, but I guess we'll see. And uh, by the way, back to the the women's uh, the tags and all, I did love the finish and how they're doing and how they're setting this up and this. You know this match happening this week. At, like I said, by the time this airs, it'll be this will come out the day of Raw, and then Raw is going to air. So uh, I'm curious to see. I'm going to be excited to actually watch this tag team title and see if they're actually going to, you know, um, take the titles back from or take titles back away from Bailey and Sasha. Well, you got to think that's going to happen. Whether it happens tonight or next week, it, it's going to happen because correct me if I'm wrong, but SummerSlam not the next pay per view. Wouldn't that be the next Should one coming be. up after Extreme Rules? Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be next. Sasha versus Bailey. So you, well, you, I, you see, I want a bigger. I want a bigger. See, at this point now, I want a bigger, bigger build you. up. I'm with you. I want a bigger build up. I want. Don't get me but wrong. I, think I want six it. weeks is enough to build it up big enough. Yeah, but not without fans. It needs fans. I know, but well, we can't have those right now. A lot of this stuff has deserved a bigger build up, as far as I'm concerned. 
Drew McIntyre winning the championship, KO coming off the WrestleMania sign. All that stuff deserved a bigger stage, but right now we just got to play the cards we're dealt. Well, what it, you know, you talked about last week, you talked about them holding all the belts and all that stuff. Right. Well, I mean, Survivor Series, as of last year, that's where all the champions face each other. So that would be kind of ideal if they both ended up with the titles yeah to they have to go in and against each other and maybe reluctantly and then they kind of yeah you know build build it up to then i don't know i i think they keep the titles on monday but that was survivor series right survivor series. champions yeah. yeah so that would that would so, be a, that would be a, so chill a bigger time state. Build, yeah, yeah. Right. oh yeah that would get plenty of yeah i see what you're saying so so here we go speaking of titles speaking of brawl there's one other big thing we have not talked about that happened on brawl with titles and that is the reveal of the brand new u.s title so we've shared out there we had people give their thoughts and opinions on it we share share on the show but then we personally we've said one thing or two but i i wanted to save the commentary for us to really talk about what we think about the title so jeremy let's start with you what do you think about the new reveal of the u.s title well i'll be honest with you i I wasn't so sure at first because i'm not a huge fan of the intercontinental championship design uh I, i think that the stuff that they're trying to do with the championships, I think they're trying to make it too new age, new age, if that makes sense. It might not it makes sense to me. Okay. But I, I honestly, I, I like the design of the United States Championship. My only issue was is it kind of looked, it kind of looked like a toy belt. The, 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 maybe I just haven't seen it enough. I've only seen it the one time. Uh, but it, it almost kind of looked, childish a little bit but i love the i love the stri- i love them incorporating the stripes in there again uh, i mean it was on the last one but putting it in there then the eagle I, I i really did like it but i just i'm not in love with it yeah a couple other people online um mentioned that um you know it does kind of look like a, a toy belt i've heard a couple of those and, and a lot of it's the a lot material of just, i mean it, it kind of looks plasticky at, at points well a lot of people said that, but a lot, the majority of them just said they like it they didn't really give a commentary what why they like about it they just said they like it um eric your thoughts yeah i'll disagree with you on that because i think the former u.s title i think looked more like a toy than anything they've ever oh, had yeah. the, the, and and that goes all the way back to when they first revealed and what eddie guerrero or whoever wanted to yeah. begin with i i Back then, I thought this doesn't look like a championship. This looks like a toy, and I think that the new version. I think if you look at it and and really look at the title that they've had for the last fifteen years or whatever, and then go back to the classic NWA, you know, championship or the one that they used toward the end of WCW, it's a good mesh of both of those. I can see and, that, and I think it works with today. It works way better than the Intercontinental title, I think. Yes. Um, and I, this is out of all the new new belts that they've they've revealed lately. I think that that's the best one so far. I, and and that's I agree. My I agree. I, I I love it. I think it has that old school feel that that big eagle like the uh, the WCW one had towards the end that Goldberg held and uh, it hits his champion. I mean, real big. The colors are there with the flag. The the um, it has the gold, but has also that. A very American. Yeah. Where you have the gold, but you have that white gold yeah. mixed together. That's what I, I like. The more gold is showing. I yeah. think that was the problem with the last one. It was too colorful. It was too. That looked more like a toy to me. Absolutely. But it, but well, can, I mean, I didn't say that I hated it. I just said there were elements of it that I thought kind of looked. 
toy, but no, definitely it's it's the best version that they've had since it's become WWE property. Mm-hmm. Um, I really hoped I, when they said they were going to reveal that that it was going to look like the one that they had in WCW because you can always update it a little bit but still keep it the same. And and I feel I feel like there like you said there were elements of it that that screamed old school. But I mean, I, if you if you told me I had to either say I hate it or or I liked it, I liked it. I didn't hate it. Well, I will say this: this is actually going to be a belt that I would, when it comes to replica, because I, I do like belts, but I'm also very picky, so only care buy a few. This is one that I will buy the replica of. Of course, it's out there right now; they have it for sale. But, <laughs> Absolutely, but um, WWE but, shot. I, but but I would I would eventually buy the replica of this one, where the other one I was not. Um, the other the old Intercontinental with the white I loved, and I had yeah. that replica. The current Intercontinental title, I think it's I, I hate it. It looks to me like another version of the Cruiserweight. It's just the same concept. Like come up with something completely different. Uh, it almost like I mean, it's is it better than the Oval? Yeah, it's better than the Oval crap they did. But that also reminds me I of the, I don't even agree with that. No, that, the Oval one was uh, the Oval Intercontinental title. That's I, the one I have upstairs. I love it. The Oval one. Yeah. Which well, there was that two was my versions. second favorite one. The one that Jeff Hardy had, it was like had a globe in the middle, and it was. The one that I'm talking yeah. about, the one that the uh, that they were that the Rock and uh, the Rock had, the, I think it was the Rock and uh, Triple H is who they is when they had their fuse, what they right. went over. Yeah, and then the one that they brought back after that was the one that Cody had for a while. That was my favorite. That was my favorite one. The white okay, so that's the, the that's yeah. the old school one. Yeah, but it's the, the old school with the new. One, f- yeah, I, I like the old one too, but I think this is such a f- departure from both of those. Oh, I, well, I per- yeah, it's. Maybe I maybe, maybe I gotta look the oval one again. You're probably right. I, this one right here, I just the one that currently have. It's not the intercontinental title to me. Yeah, it's no, just too. It just needs to go. I don't like it whatsoever um, at all. I, I just uh, yeah, I'm not a fan. Um, I almost rather than bring back the European title at this point. And um, <laughs> you know, I know there's a lot of titles. In yeah, WWE, no more titles. But, no more titles, please. But I'm just saying. Just, That's uh, the one right there that I yeah, have. Yeah, the oval. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, I do like that one. Okay. Yeah. Wait a minute. Hold on. Let me look. Let me. That bring is the back. one that was between the old school, and then. And then they went back to oh, there's, well, there's another one. Yeah, there's there. another one. That's the one I don't. They're both kind of similar. That's the one I'm out. The top one I like. Yeah, that one I don't. I'm not a fan of. Okay. The top one though, I am. That's the one that Rock and Triple H feuded over, right? Yeah, yeah. That one I like. Um, sorry guys, I know you don't anyway, have visual. No, you don't. <laughs> okay, but when they they did change, I guess when they changed it later on is where I didn't like it. That's the one that I, okay. All right, anyway. But they had they had been sitting on so out of the ones that they have recently re updated. I do like this one the best. I mean, that's only two, but the the rumors are they're sitting on new tag titles for both brands. Uh, obviously, with Keith Lee winning the belt last week, the NXT Heavyweight Championship is about to be. Uh, I think it, just, it just got remade. I know, but I mean that little bitty title's not going to fit. Keith, <laughs> you're, you're going to have to bask in his glory. He, he, the strap he ran around with, but he ran around with the uh, North America. North America, I love that, that one. Title. I, that's that a nice might be one of my title, favorite titles. But right it's now. it's a smaller, thinner title. I'm and, just telling and, you, that what, from what I what I saw, my, my sources. No, from what I saw, they have been sitting on the the U.S. title, the a set of tag titles, which I, I desperately want new tag titles. I have never been a fan of these. Silver plated or copper plated circle tag titles. I'll tell you this. Did you like? Do you like? Them? I I didn't when I when they first came out, and to me they look like toys too. I got to hold one of them one time when I interviewed the New Day. Those things are 
heavy. Yeah, Those they are. are so we, uh, heavy. When we met, the, we met the dude, Amy, my daughter, and we got, and we put it, uh, put it on one. It was her, and then I ended up grabbing the other one another time, and it, yeah, they are pretty heavy on that. Um, all right, real quick though, hey, hey, Conrad, Conrad Thompson, mm-hmm. on hey, on his Instagram, hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson. He shared this one. Speaking of titles, we're kind of it's kind of it's kind of the same concept, but a little over. He he said, "Who has the best looking t- championship?" And he asked our opinion, our on Twitter, and uh, our, our well, I guess Twitter and Instagram. And he shared all the main titles. He shared WBEs, New Japan, AEW, Impacts, NXT, and ROH as the main championship title. No women's titles, no tag titles, no inter- no no secondary titles. All of those. Who had the best? I asked my daughter. My daughter was like, "What WWE?" But I was like, "Let's look at how cool they are." And then she really, she actually went with Impact. Actually, she thought, and I don't know if just because, you know, her dad referees there. Or what, I but, wonder why she picked but, that. But I personally, just by looking at them, I think that the ROH title is got that whole old school feel, but yet it's got that new school at the same time on it. I, just by looking at it, I'm not a fan of the AWs. I think it's too, I think it's too kind of. I don't know. I've well, never it, does, it doesn't fit Mixed them. Feelings. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't fit their their attitude, does it? Correct. No, you're I right. Agree. You're right. Totally you're agree. Right. And I'm still I'm still not a fan of the WWE championships with just the the WWE on the front of it, the Universal title. Well, but here's the thing: you know why they do that, and we've talked about this on the show before. Because soon as somebody wins a wins a championship of NBA or whatever, they give them a custom one with the plates, and the first thing you see them do yeah. is they have their number one star yeah. holding it up at their It's immediately at their identifiable. Yeah. Right. I get it. So I, I get, get it. it. It's, it's, they're all about branding. They're a public trading I company. I like the New Japan. I really do. Looking at them all together, I mean, I, I do I like the New Japan a lot. Well, I tell you what, though. If they, if they put one title on here, and of course they no longer exist anymore, but if they put the big gold belt, the oh, big gold belt wins, that wins every time. Yeah. It wins yeah. every time. That one and the, 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 the winged eagle does. Oh, the Wing Eagle WWE. Those are the ones I have. But that's too. why the ROH is so. It's almost. It almost reminds me of the Big Go Belt. So somewhat. Uh, although it's, I wish it was more gold. Uh, but you know. But and I'm not a. Fa- and I'm. I'm a fan of the Impacts. I'm not a hater of that either at all. I don't. I mean, I understand why they got the owl on there because the anthem. Right. But I, do, I love Impact Wrestling now. But I, but I, I do wish they would make it more gold. And according to what I, we've seen on TV, the vacant champion right now is more gold. So we'll f- come to find out on Slammiversary if it is more gold or not. So I can't wait for that. Um, all right. So let's uh, transition. We'll we'll skip Tuesday. Come back to that again. Let's go to Wednesday night. We had part two of the Fighter Fest. Um, bash at the beach, um, show. The beach. Or, oh, what do I call it? America, Great American Great bash. American bash. Uh, whatever, same thing. Bash um, at the, the America. The, the epic showdown. It didn't disappoint. Um, I, I, I will side. say, I well, I will say, part two was better on on AEWs than their part one. I'll give them that. But also, so was NXT's, yeah. and that's what's that's what hurts them. I, so, uh, uh, I personally think that NXT's night two had two match of the year candidates. I just I was the entire time I was just drawn. I like I did not I could I could not turn away from the TV, and that that was uh, Mia versus Candi- uh, Mia Yim versus Candice LeRae. Very good match. And then the main event, which I won't spoil that yet because we we've not talked about it, but I thought that kinda. Well, yeah, <laughs> you kind of did by getting a new new belt made. Sorry, uh, well, allegedly a new belt was made <laughs> because maybe somebody may have. No, I did, and I didn't mean to do that. I apologize, but no, I thought uh, they. Re- this was definitely the most physical 
NXT women's title match that they've had since, oh gosh, who was it? It was a ladder match, and it was one of the, uh, gosh, how can I forget this? There was there was another street fight. It was uh, was it Oscar and Nikki Cross and Nikki Cross yeah. And, yeah. and and that w- that was an amazing match as well. I think this one topped it. Uh, I I really love how they they sold the toughness of these two girls. After they didn't the match. overdo it. They, they didn't. didn't they the, didn't. It, it, was, it was it was perfect. I, I love them the finish, showing that too. them showing them in the ring on the commercial break. That was like that was like I was sitting there like standing applause like my god they just showed. They they made me because I wasn't I've never been a big Candice LeRae fan, mm-hmm. I am now because they they really sold uh, what they're doing with her and, and Gargano. I thought that when when they broke when him and Ciampa finally broke up that he was going to be the one that was overlooked and left to the wayside. This has brought him back in the forefront. I think a whole lot. Um, Mia Yim, Mia Yim needs to be on the main roster like yesterday. She's she's so good. Uh, I know they're probably not going to bring her to the main roster as long as her boyfriend is running things down there. But still, and you, and well, you can't really. I mean, you look at the the women that they're not even using on the main roster right now. That's true. There's there's some good talent that they're not using. I uh, I think they're better off right now, kind of dominating in NXT. Yeah. NXT's got such a deep talent. And is Chelsea they Green do. being called up? Is that why she's not been on NXT? And, and why is she being there? called up, or is she just mad because her boyfriend got? No, she's not. She's. Got, she's I haven't seen her since then. It's been very. Let me rephrase that. It's been very sparing. She's, she's only been off for three weeks. I haven't seen her in a while since she quit the Robert Stone brand. Or maybe it's four weeks. Well, there were there were a couple of names that I saw that were called up. Her and um, one other. Vanessa Bourne. Vanessa Bourne, Bourne yeah. that were apparently called up, but they haven't been used. But a lot of the COVID stuff has stopped them yeah. from being used um, just because, you know, they don't want to rush them up there and debut them, you know, like they did uh, other. <laughs> Bianca Belair and Shayna <laughs> Baszler. The, who was the guy? I can't even remember his name now. That uh, that won the twenty four seven championship. What happened to him? The, uh, he was he oh, came up with Mojo. Oh yeah yeah. Uh, oh oh uh, gosh, he used to team with uh, Riddick Moss. Riddick Moss. Yeah, man, he was just like, what happened was to it, him? Was it Chris B? Maybe. No. <laughs> yeah yeah, it's Chris B. Yeah. So, but uh, but overall, I mean, of course. Every every match was top notch. I mean, I love the. You know, I didn't, there was a couple I didn't. I didn't like Bronson Reed versus Tony Nese. Um Kind of just a, a squash to get yeah, Bronson over. Like, Here's the thing: I look at a guy like that and I go, "Okay, decent talent. He's probably going to do well. He'll get over on NXT a little bit. Has no chance on the main roster." No. No chance. And here's why: because he goes to the main roster, he's going to end up being a comedy act. He's going to be like his gimmick is going to be like Otis. He's fat. You know what I mean? And I hate that, but that's, I feel like that's his destiny. Yeah. And um, he's a great talent, but after NXT, I just don't see it with, with Vince being in charge. And honestly, I kind of feel that way about, unfortunately, Keith Lee. And now I think Keith Lee will be a bigger star, but somehow they'll turn it into a storyline where some heel comes up and goes, oh, you're fat. You know, because that, because that's what Vince is all about. I, that's just what they, I said. They've just my only. They haven't done it with Kevin Owens though. Arg- they've done it a few times well, with yeah. Owens. <laughs> my only yeah. argument to that is that they have really been building Keith Lee up ever since Survivor Series, little by little. 
So I think he is going to be a major player in WWE. I hope so. I, I thought he might win the Royal Rumble this this past year. I mean, before they he was even we knew he was in it for sure. I thought that would be a cool twist if he won it. And, I, and honestly, that that's something they're missing. I think that that needs to be, you know, something they haven't done that we want to see. The fans would want is that you have an NXT guy come in, make their debut, they've already got their buzz, already been NXT champion, whatever, and all of a sudden they come in, their debut is that they win the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And but and, and here's the thing. They can still say, well, are they going for the NXT championship, going for the whatever, but they have their choice to choose, just like Charlotte had their choice to choose sure. or whatnot. It's that's um that's the concept. And I think that would be the next step that was shockingly blow your mind of of who but who who is that person? Could it be you know, Keith Lee. I just wish it was somebody that wasn't already in a rumble before. So right. I'm, I'm okay with him doing it, but I'd rather see somebody different. Maybe, maybe, uh, I don't, I mean, at this far, it's too far away because I think this guy's going to debut soon, but maybe Adam Cole. But I think we're, at this point, Adam Cole is going to be debuting very soon to the main roster. So it's not, you know. Yeah. I, and so that that's the question I had for you. Is he going to the main roster? Is he going somewhere else? Is his contract going to be up? Well, I heard he signed a new five-year deal. Well, that's good. So, um, so well, Then that'll be great because everything I had read had said – I hadn't seen anything about his contract in probably two or three weeks, but everything I – Signs pointed towards him joining his girlfriend over in. Uh, well, I heard this. I heard this hasn't been announced. I just heard it privately that he signed yeah. a five year deal. So they're eventually. They're He's our insider. He yeah. hears things. Well, that's smart. I mean, I I do think for for a smaller guy, I think that Adam Cole has a ton of potential, and he's got guys behind him like Shawn Michaels and Triple H, which yeah. can't hurt. You know. So. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I went back and watched. Uh, well, I rewatched the ty- uh, the match from from Wednesday night because I thought it was such a good match. And then I went back and watched last year's uh, Takeover War Games, mm-hmm. and just to see the stuff that he was able to do with the Panama Sunrise, he hit on Kevin Owens and Keith Lee, just absolutely blew my mind. I'm like, that's like F five in the Big Show, or yeah. you know, it's just it was just. I think that says more about the other two well, <laughs> folks it, it, than it does it, him with yeah. that move. I, that's just me. I've never yeah. attempted it, but well, a lot of moves, a lot of moves that were on the person taking the move, right. than the person giving anyways. It's about it's still, still, still impressive. It's impressive. Still yeah, impressive. Yeah. Like the Kenny Destroyer is literally on the person taking the move than the person giving it. It's all about them. Well, that's the Man. same. That's the same move as the Panama Sunrise. The Adam Cole does. Yeah, you're right. I know. Yeah. That's what, I'm just saying, like it's it's based on all about that. And, right. And, I'm sorry. And okay. then also compared to. Even the choke slam. I mean, usually Brock Lesnar, Big Show can get you up regardless. But people that big, or Kane, or Undertaker, even. But you know, like Shane Helms needed needed to get the guy to help him out. No offense, I love you, Shane. I know you listen to the show. Appreciate it. All right. So, uh, anyways, um, come on. How are you gonna call him out? What's up with that? What's up with that? Call him that, that. That was kind of messed up. But there, to me, there were some down spots. Uh, I loved Swerve versus Gargano. That was a great match. Uh, and then the main event. I wasn't too much of a fan of uh, Santana Garrett versus Mercedes Martinez, but I understand that was just to kind of reintroduce Mercedes. It still was better than squashed. what they did. <laughs> no, yeah. There's two you other veterans. That you know what? <laughs> it's better than you what was take, going on the other, pro, the other yeah. channel. You could take Mercedes and put her in AEW today, and she would be the number one. Well, they don't always give the number well, they one did. They did the have her shots. on an AEW. They did, yeah. She, remember she came out in that battle oh, royal? yeah. The yeah. Battle. She was like supposed to be the biggest thing. Yeah. And then I they forgot about that. You're right. There, there was a couple girls that they brought out during a double or nothing. Kyler Ray was one of them, right? Yeah, that, yeah. that they decided to, for some reason, didn't agree. they didn't sign. They made a big mistake. 
But again, AEW doesn't always give the number one content. You you have to be in the top six to get a title shot, and you only have to <laughs> shoot for the top six. Uh, but no, like I said, uh, Lee versus Cole topped the night off. It had it all. You knew you already knew they were going to put on a great match anyway. The te- after after all was said and done, all the 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 false finishes and the finishing moves that were attempted, and then. You get Keith Lee's, he gets to bask in his glory, and then you see Karrion Cross up in the rafters. It was awesome. Moves it right on to the next feud, which I think that's... Uh, Literally, goosebumps thinking about that match. It was how awesome all awesome. the confetti. Yeah. Here's, I like that, but here's the thing. I still, my opinion is we need to not let them touch, not let them come together until the next takeover, whenever that next takeover is. If it's, if it's August... If it's around SummerSlam, which honestly to me, I still think that's too soon. Right. But I would want it to go further. I want them to just build it. I want the old fashioned Undertaker sting build up. Of course, I want them to execute better than they did in WCW. But I want it to be that build up to lead up for, it don't have to be a whole year, but just just lead up, build up, make me want it, make me want to bust. You know? I, I think that uh, yeah, Keith, Keith Lee is on the fast track. Yeah, I think uh, this will be a very short feud, and I think Cross takes the title and Keith Lee goes to the main roster. I don't think this is going to be a that. long and I'm okay with that year long title reign. And, and and here's the other question: What happens with with the other belt? See, I've never been a, a yeah. big fan of one person holding two championships because if you're a fighting champion, are are you going to defend your your secondary title every other week and then? Defend your. I mean, that's just depends on what the rankings well, are for that. But, but also, but also, it depends, right? But also, it could depend. But this Wednesday night, they could come out and say, you know, you have to relinquish one of them or whatever. Because OVW, like, well, OVW, we yeah. that's what we've kind of that, that was in the storyline that you can't hold two titles, two main titles. You can hold a tag team title or whatever, but you can't hold two main titles. Well, the Ultimate Warrior so, also relinquishes Intercontinental Championship after he beat Hulk Hogan in that title versus title match. So the very next. Not TV, I don't yeah. right. So I mean, that's something so. they could do. Or they they can. I mean, or um, I don't know. We'll have to, we'll see what happens. I, I'm, I'm like you though. I want to see what they do with these with these two titles. Or maybe he just walks around with two titles and just you know defends them both. Quick question: Are do you think that they would bring Adam Cole to the main roster without his, without the undisputed error? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Do I, I think they should? No. Do I think they will? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they. Right. Uh, same way. I don't think they should. I think they should bring them all. And the fa- I think they should all be like the Nexus, come out and just destroy, and take over the whole show, and just destroy the place and walk off like we're the undisputed era. We're here and walk away. I think that that's how you bring them in. I, I love that idea. Here's my thing. I think for them to work on the main roster, they've got to add a couple of other former Ring of Honor guys. Like I think Damian Priest and Dynamic. Dominic Dijakovic would be perfect for that since they were in. But so uh, was so was so was Seth Rollins. So was Kevin Owens. Yeah, so I know. Was but I'm talking about Daniel Bryan. Dominic Dijakovic has Joe. been on, has, is another guy. Yeah, he was supposed to be on that Raw. Was, that was called up. That hasn't. He's not been on NXT television. He. They're just waiting for the perfect opportunity what a, to debut him, and that would be a perfect. You got these four little, and they're all little dude. Well, I mean, compared to me, most people are. They're all about your size. Fighting Drew McIntyre, you know, can you imagine them yeah. coming out and beating up Drew McIntyre? That's not. But here's but, but if you jump them, right? right but, four on, but here's the enforcer. The enforcer is Samoa Joe. 
a Ring of Honor stable. Okay, okay, absolutely. I'm, for, he's, I'm here he, for it. He's he's, he's he's your he's there. Damian Priest probably does so need he, a little bit more time at NXT. Dominic Dijakovic look, is is but the, ready but, now. But, but check it out though. He's he's doing commentary. All of a sudden they buzz. What's going on? He stands up. Ha ha, guys. Throws down. Grabs the mic. Gets under and says, "Now the undisputed is here." Or whatever, call, maybe it. rename it, and then he just booked another great you, angle. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think? Well, I try to sit in the booking means with Al. <laughs> I told you, <laughs> but no, I mean that's we that's just it. booked. Don't give him any more credit than he already tries <laughs> to take. We just booked a great angle. That's true. That's uh, true. You said, but but think about it. Samoa Joe no, being the right. mouthpiece, yeah. you don't need anybody else. Samoa Joe and those four. You don't need Kevin. You don't need you don't. Need, I know what you're saying, but you just need Samoa Joe. He's not wrestling. He's doing commentary. It'll throw everybody off. It's it's a swerve. No one would expect him to stand up and be leading this. They do need a, a second believable. And Roderick Strong, I love his work. I've always appreciated his work throughout every the short time he was in TNA. All the time he was. You need. Honor. You want a big guy like. A but big- you need a second. Like you. You need. A uh, the the four horsemen always had a second guy other than Rick. Well, but you can, but Small Joe can still get involved in stuff like that. And, and but if you're saying you somebody. just want true, but if you're wanting him just to be the mouthpiece, no, no, I'm I'm, I'm saying that's what he leads, but he gets involved too later. Okay. He doesn't always lead okay. matches. He's he's kind of the he gets in when he's got to get in. You know what I'm saying? Like he gets it. He he gets in there and he. Knock somebody okay. like if he's like if he's going to get some big guy, he's gonna Samoa Joe's gonna what you talking about, my boy? You know he steps in front of him, and then now I'm just saying if Roderick Strong stepped up to me, I'd flick him in the forehead. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> maybe I mean, not. I mean, not in a in a regular world. If somebody his size walked up to me and was but like, we got to remember a lot of the guys like, on the roster though are smaller too right now. Today. Yeah, that's they're true. not. They're that's not true. that. They're not. They're not that Randy Orton. He's just Triple not, H. He's not believable to me. Okay, as a second primary uh like i don't see him winning the united states championship and holding on to it for a long time or the intercontinental title uh, and like i said i've always i'm not trying to hate on him i've always but neither was Hunky Tonk man. believable but he was the longest oh, he, he was the <laughs> greatest <laughs> intercontinental champion he was the honky tonka man <laughs> all right we'll get to him in a second because they got something about that but let's go back let's okay. stick on wednesday and let's jump over to the other channel do we have a toilet flush emo- uh, uh, sound? No, but we can enter this one. <laughs> the power of editing. So I take that, it. I take it you didn't like AEW. Uh, no, I. Here's the thing. I really, really want to give them a chance because you never want when you're a fan of wrestling, you want something new and something great. But I just don't understand what in the bleep is going on over there. You've got two. Of the best wrestlers on the roster holding the tag team titles that are fighting the sixth ranked team in the country on Fighter Fest Night 2. Now, granted, they had to come up with a, something to fill in for Mox versus uh, Cage, but it's just, I don't understand. The, the Joey Janela versus Archer match was kind of a snoozer. Taz came out and gave his weekly SHIT uh, right. promo. Two up, drop two of them. That's true. He did drop two of them. Introduced the, his old FTW title. Ooh. Uh, the 18th, the eight man tag match was was okay. Uh, I thought it was funny if you if you go back and watch it, the butcher actually gets locked into the he can't get out of the car. Everybody else is coming out of the car. Well, they buried the refs again. And did they? They buried the ref. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, he he couldn't get out, and you just see everybody else walk. And then somebody walked. I think it was one of the Lucha Brothers walked back. To let him out, and then they kind of cut away and cut back. So that that, but when that's the best part of the, you know, if that's the thing you remember the most about the match. What's that? What's that saying for you? So, 
uh, I like the outcome of it. Uh, let's see. We had a, uh, in my notes. I write down. I wrote down Nick Rose won a handicap. I guess it, it auto corrected, but Nyla Rose <laughs> competed in a handicap match, and uh, it was a squash. That's all he's been doing. The squash. Like, why don't we have any? Why don't we have any great women's wrestling in that promotion? It's because. None of them are ready. None of them are. There's, no, there's only absolutely. a few that are, and so, all right, go ahead. I'll let you finish yours because okay. I, I have it's some very short this. because I only put down the stuff that I kind of liked and, and or really really hated. Dark Order versus SCU. I'm over that feud. I, not going to break it down. Colt got the pin and the win. Uh, that's been dragging on. Uh, for, but but the best part of the show was the main event, which was Orange Cassidy versus Y2J, where I'm not a huge Orange Cassidy fan. Uh, this match made me a little bit more of a, a, a fan of him. But Y2J, he's just a consummate professional. He he made this match. Uh, I thought both shows were, were okay, but I thought NXT absolutely just like slopped. Oh, yeah, it did. It did. And the ratings proved it again by, by them winning the ratings, but... But not in the demographic. We won the demographic. Oh, uh, that's just Jericho putting. That's just Jericho being Jericho. I, yeah, it's, but I get I, it. And I, I get it. I'm totally okay it. with in that. Radio, in radio, we understand that. Yeah. You know, yeah, but but at the same a, time, uh, you know, yeah. Um, and, and Jericho has a right, and he's doing that on purpose. He's he's he knows what it. He's been in the business for a long over thirty years. He knows how to work everybody. He knows how to. He knows the system. I'm not saying work because he's, he's shooting too. But he knows how to. He knows the system. Yeah, I just thought it was funny because. Uh, back when I also have a, a career in radio, I was on the radio for over two and a half years here in Louisville. That's, that sounds pathetic compared to his uh, time. Uh, and there was a station uh, in in city that represented the opposite team that would all that we would we would beat them in the ratings for for the hour that we we competed against each other. But they would come back on Twitter and say we won the demographics, and I'm like. We had twice as many listeners as you that hour, so we don't really care about the demographics. So, right, but, but yeah, you got to put yourself over. Yeah, you really. And, yeah. and 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 granted, that's the demographics AEW's going for. And that's all. That's to them. That's a victory. That's fine. But, Shout out to my guy Matt Jones, by the way. Uh, but there you go. <laughs> but as far as but I'm not saying any names on who it was that we beat yeah. that hour. <laughs> um, uh, Shannon, oh, what's up? <laughs> so, um, dude, uh, what a dude, dude. All right, so. You're, um, when you talk about that, though, I will say this. I love the segment with, yes, it, I know he comes in there and cuts the promo, but Taz is, Taz is Taz. And I love bringing the FTW title. I think that's great. We haven't seen it in 21 years. 21 years. All right, let me, let me throw something out here yeah. about that. Okay, this is only, you know, we're how many weeks in with Cage? We really haven't. We've seen maybe one match, two yeah. matches. And... I like what Taz has done here. Right. I don't think this was the time to do it because now you're doing it headed into the match with Mox, which I think you should have had the match first and have Moxley somehow come out as the winner. And now, because that was kind of Taz's thing, you know, when Taz went out with the injury and he couldn't win the ECW title, this is where it's like F the world. This is my belt. If I can't yeah, have no, the ECW right. title, agree. I agree with you there. Cage hasn't had that opportunity right. yet, and but but I will say this: he is defending it apparently on dark <laughs> this week, um, which I guess is a thing you can do. 
uh, if he's defending this title, who better to hold that title? <laughs> no, no pun intended here. That's his 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 thing that Taz says. Who better? Who better than John Moxley to hold the FTW title? Yeah, I think that's where it's going to end up because that makes a lot more sense. I mean, besides being associated with Taz, I mean, who has a more FTW vibe than John Moxley? But here's the thing: what on AEW has made sense? First off, again earlier we talked about the the. The winner of the whatever last week received a match. The fifth-ranked tag team in the world's facing the two best singles wrestlers in the world. Then you you have uh, then then you have Fighter Fest nights one and two, and the very next week's fight for the fallen. I'm like, why was that the very next week? Why why did why did they introduce the title the FT like you said the timer that was just piss poor. Let me ask you: Do you really believe that they're the best two wrestlers in the world? No, I think they're the best two wrestlers on the AEW roster. Who's that? Who's that? Uh, Hangman Page and Kenny Omega. On the roster? On their no, roster. On their no, roster. Jericho's way better than both of them. I don't agree. I I have... He may have been. <laughs> right now, he's not. That's have, my opinion. I've tried to see what everybody else sees about Kenny Omega, and I don't see it. I don't see it either. Especially not here. Now, I've watched some of his stuff in New Japan, and yeah, it was pretty, pretty incredible. But I don't see it. I don't. I can't get into it. And Paige is is getting better as we go along. I don't see Omega as a as a top star, especially with the other people on this roster. I just don't. I I, can't I have get into paid it. to see Jericho. Literally paid to see Jericho. I know you many paid times. To, you I've paid never to hang paid. Out with them. No, I've. I'm not you talking did. about that. I've. I've. I've also. It's a real thing. It's not a real thing. <laughs> I've also. I've also paid. To go to a show that Kenny Omega just happened to be on, but my 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 reason for going was the vibe of the show, the, the namesake of it all in had nothing to do with Kenny Omega being yeah, on the show. The, he could have not been on the show, and I've been completely fine. Yeah, but people don't cater to the Daniel Spencer. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> but there's a lot. But there's a lot of people that think. Have like Have you me. watched the Okada Kenny Omega one hour match? At Wrestle yes, Kingdom, I, I've watched his match. I'm not I saying he's not great. No, I'm just saying, or I'm actually, I'm, I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying he's good. I'm not saying he's great because I do think Jericho is a better wrestler on their roster. I think Cody Rhodes it's better I, than. I I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Cody. Oh my bad, I didn't I mean to say Rhodes. Gosh, I, I get so bored watching Cody Rhodes wrestle. No, that's how I feel with with Omega. That, I really me do. too. Okay, I, Cody Fair tells enough. stories. Cody's match with uh, Jake Hager last week was a was great storytelling. It was like finally you got it. It was great. It was storytelling. Then you go back to the flippity flippity jump that Kenny Omega does. And I'm like, what? Here's the here's the, here's the key. This is what this is, even Jim Ross says this. Bruce Prichard, all these guys that Conrad Thompson does on the show, which is funny because Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone are there. And then you've got Eric Bischoff for sure says this. And then you've got other podcasts. But here's the problem, that everything that they do two weeks from now, you don't remember what moves that Kenny Omega did. I remember the match with Cody Rhodes and Nick, Ad- Nick Otis at – all in but the blood I remember the emotions behind it. I remember the Cody and 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 Jake Hager. I remember a lot of things Cody's matches Cody and he's Dustin. done. Cody and Dustin. I remember things that they've done in the match. I can't tell you things that can other than you a cool move. Fast forward to no. him though, to be fair. My thing is is though, uh and I won't disagree with you totally, but he's not been featured like Cody's been featured. He's been buried in these Private party feuds and Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss feud. And the, well, that's his fault. He's part of the booking committee. Why is he not putting himself up there? Well, because he's 
I guess he thinks he's trying to get the younger talent over. And if that's the case, that's fine. But before pre, let's let's go pre AEW. He's never really been in the major leagues before. Cody had been in the major leagues. Uh, Chris Jericho had been in the major leagues. I'm just saying, in my opinion, he he's got the most. He he's one of the best that they have right now. Well, I mean, farthest from Winnipeg. He's the third best wrestler from Winnipeg. <laughs> no, no, the fourth. The fourth. The fourth. Because, I, I mean, Jericho, Roddy Piper, Rosemary, and then him. Wow. Just a hater. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, I, I will say now you talk about and it's not so much the flippity stuff. You know, I, I mean. No, because that stuff gets on my. And I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of the flippity floppity. I, I will say I have a bigger problem with private party because they do things that. They do things that have names like the silly string, which shouldn't even be a thing that ha- that's that's the thing that happens by accident. Is their and favorite it has moves a name. called the whoops? <laughs> I mean, yeah. They're so uh, I no, I it's, don't want to bash. There's wrestlers too many because- set up things that they do. Even more, and people give the young bucks crap about it. And I think they're uh, the private party, and I know they're young. There's a lot more things that they do that don't make any sense. That's to me. that's the one. That's been the one. Uh, concrete thing every week is that you see two or three almost mess ups by them and it just doesn't look safe they don't and now they're being managed by matt hardy why because he wants to be like michael hayes he left he he left monday night raw he he was broken he was woken and now he's just sulking over in the corner he wasn't doing that the last three months on monday night raw he just happened to come into the storyline so um, I'm just saying, does that make sense to you that Matt Hardy left WWE to go manage uh, the well, the pretty boy or private party, pretty boys, whatever? I don't know, I, I don't know. but but here's street, the thing. Street street here's, it, by yeah. the way, by the way, Jericho. <laughs> as much as I, as much as I've said, I don't like. I'm not a fan of this guy. Orange Cassidy made me a fan Wednesday night. With and now, granted, Jericho is is key in that, but also, yeah, you got to be able to go with Jericho. And he did, and Jericho. It, it was amazing, Matt. It was probably their best match they put on TV, other than um, the Cody and Hager. Hager. Yeah. It was the best match on TV for the last three or four months. You know, I will say Jericho knows in it, in almost a Hogan esque way how to make money with somebody. Yes, he does. However, Jericho is not all about himself. Like he wants to help other people get over. Uh, but he knows he when he sees it, he goes, "I can make money with this guy." Yep. Yep. And and. And I think he was used exactly the way Orange Cassidy should be used yep. in that role. And 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 yes, Jericho should have won the match and should have won the match with this finish. That's the way it should have gone. Yeah. But I thought showing the skill that he had in that match and kind of just like, you know, forget it. I'm taking the hands out of the pockets and I'm trying. And I know. can't believe he kicked <laughs> out after the orange juice uh, moment. I was like, actually was shocked that they let him kick out there. I thought it should have ended there, but... I think it gives it, it, it. If you want to use the term, well, it didn't make him make him in that moment for kicking out of that spot. Okay, you're right, but it turned because he turned around and the finish was right after that. But yeah, so anyway, I agree. Which is why I said earlier, I'm not the biggest Orange Cassidy fan, but that match made me a bigger fan. Uh, I just I think my frustration with AEW. And I know we talk about this every week, so it probably gets old. And if it does, I apologize. But it, you know, I have this platform. I'm going to say what I got to say. But to me, AEW, you could probably sum it up in five things. Mediocre announcing, bad women's wrestling, everybody's in a tag team, everybody's in a faction, and nothing makes sense. 
There's times that I can see some of that. Yeah, right. some of that. Although the commentary to me is not as been it's not as bad as you like. I don't think it's as bad as you then put you, it. Then you don't listen to. You I don't do listen, listen. To because Jim Ross corrects him. Jim Ross spends more time correcting himself than he does the other people. The, I think the problem is you have two lead play by play guys. That could be it too. That's the issue. Yeah, that and I t- I do like uh, when uh, when. You know, Jr. Actually, he'll go after somebody in the ring for like in that tag match where they weren't covering. You know, or or Omega wasn't going for the cover. Somebody was like, "Listen, you got to go for the win." And it's yeah. like, and then and then um, a lot of times, oh, back with the ref thing is that he'll kind of he'll try to. The only thing I don't like is that they'll try to cover for the ref. Look in commentary, you don't cover for the ref. Just and trust me, I've known that too because I've don't give the ref a reason to bury you because they or the commentary to bury you as the ref because or let the boys do it, do your job so they can't do that because there's many times where I've been involved in something I've heard the commentary later going, well, but I, uh, I'm like, yep, yeah, I can't get mad because they legit they're reacting to what they see and not and so I wish they would just say why the ref why the why is the ref allowing this or doing this? What you know, it is what it is. I love Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone. Uh, separately i do not like them collectively and like i mean there was the one time that jim ross now this was like maybe two three weeks into the, whenever they were about to have that huge atlanta show and they're like but it was it was it was right after the pandemic started and he was like you have to come see this show tickets are still available oh oh wait a minute we're not letting people into the show just tune into the tv next week and and we'll be able to bring it to it. <laughs> It just gets a little messy for me. I'm not saying that it's all. I guess I did say it was awful, but to me, it's just it's just mediocre. He's, I mean, he's I think trying it, to do what he's done for 40 years, yeah. And unfortunately, Excalibur, although I, I'm not a huge fan of him, he he knows all the names of the moves, and he know you know he wants to cover all that, but he's not he's not as good at selling the show and the event as a whole as Jr. is. And that's where it all just kind of Well, that's why Excalibur should have been gone and Taz should have been in the role. Although I love Taz's role now, but it should have been Taz from the beginning. I think Taz and JR or Taz and JR, even with Giovanni and JR, Taz in that role would have been much better fit for me because he's been doing that job for 15 years. He knows how to color commentator. He was great at SmackDown. He was amazing in TNA. That is, that was why he, he made it, he, made another career for years out of it and he did a radio show taz knows how to do color commentary he knows how to do that role so you know that's yeah just- but it's just like and i don't want to get too far into this because i know we got other stuff to talk about but uh excalibur like says so many things like you say he knows all the names of the moves he's a a millennial or you know gen z or whatever they call him these days and he says Stuff sometimes, and Jim Ross is like, okay, like why, why not sell that? What the hell are you talking about? Yeah. Like, make fun of the guy. <laughs> yeah, but, but he don't. He just is like, I'll take your word for it. I'm just glad they figured out that the best place for Alec, Alex Marvez is to stand outside and look like a dumb guy holding a microphone because that's how he looked when he was on commentary. <laughs> it's yeah, like just, just put him outside. All right, let's jump to let's Friday. throw this into this toilet. I uh, well, let's jump to Friday, Friday night SmackDown. Oh, this week um, we're in the toilet. Um, I there was one segment though I actually enjoyed, and we kind of hinted towards it earlier. I love the the karaoke. Uh-huh. I, I thought it was. I mean, it was funny. Man, come um, on. I, I do think it's odd that they gave Lacey Evans the longer run singing. Uh, you wonder who was the producer of that, right? Uh, <laughs> I wonder if uh, I wonder if Jeff Jarrett was actually producing that segment, but. Uh, <laughs> Gave that segment. I love that they cut off everybody. 
I only thing I don't like is why in the world did Lacey Evans turn back heel? I, I don't understand. Like, no. it doesn't make sense. She was, I liked her as a baby face. I think it worked, especially for the time of day right now. What's going on? I liked it. And then they boom, just, it's like, it, are she going to have a big show? Is she going to go back and forth like big show all the time? Possibly. I did. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I did not like that. When they started promoting it on Twitter and then on the show, I was like, this is going to be stupid. Yeah. Once I watched it, I didn't feel as strong. I, I didn't love it. But I didn't hate it. I, I like thought it was like it's funny. It's it made me laugh. It made I me pop. It was entertaining. But other than for me, other than the opening match uh, with Jeff and, and the Miz, there I don't I don't and I just watched this this morning. I don't remember anything else that happened other than playing the replay of Bray and and Braun. Well, the new day got destroyed. Yeah, but see, I, you say that, and I remember it now. But I don't. I don't. I didn't remember it as I was saying. That's kind of what I meant by I don't remember anything else that happened. But it just wasn't. It wasn't. It's almost like. See, part of me wants to condemn them and be like, "Man, y'all are melanin in." But again, like we talked earlier, that may be all they had to work with. We, Becky we, we and Sasha were killing it yeah, too. But look, you've I got mean, Becky and I mean, Sasha. I mean, Bailey and Sasha. But you've got four girls here who can all go, yeah. Yeah. and they're in the ring doing karaoke, and not even karaoke. They're singing along to the song right, with the right, vocals right. on it. Two entrance well, themes. Well, here's the, I mean, here's the thing. Not... Well, well, you knew when I heard karaoke. First thing with karaoke, when I first saw that they were doing, when she did Jeff Jarrett's song, I go, uh, well, actually, technically, Road Dog song. I go, oh, that makes sense. They can't use, co- this, yeah. they own all this music, right, so everyone's right, right. going to do a theme song. So but they, they couldn't I, even, they couldn't even get like a track with no vocals on it. I mean, it was, yeah. I, I did not think it was funny. I didn't, th- and I, and I love karaoke. And I, I love like, karaoke this too. This is but- awful. Uh, I, I mean, it was, it was all a vehicle to get Lacey back to being a heel, which is fine. If you're going to leave her in that sassy Southern Belle character, she needs to be a heel. I thought they had something with her when all of a sudden it was like, yeah, she's a single mom, or not single mom, but she's a mom, and she's right. you know was in the military. I thought, drop the whole Southern Belle thing. You could have had a huge yep. star there, yep. and yep. they dropped the ball with that. So if you're going to keep the sassy Southern Belle, that's fine. Turn her heel. But... It just this segment was not the right way to do it. I I just didn't. I was not entertained by it. I was, but see, that's a different. That's the different flavors of ice cream here. I mean, I yeah. you know I like yeah, the we chocolate. We like good stuff, and you don't no. like good stuff. You know, some, but here's the it's thing, good. though. Here's the thing: when you go to the ice cream shop, do you always get the same thing? Sometimes, no. no. Sometimes you get something different. Sometimes you, I, I didn't like that today. I kind of man, or or how many times have you went and been, I should have went ahead and got went with my. My this, this flavor, yeah. yeah. Instead, I went with the second. It, it happens sometimes. Sure. This well, time, I like it. Next time, segment, I might not like it. Let me true. ask you this: What flavor of ice cream is Seamus and Jeff Hardy? Oh my God! What's <laughs> the worst kind? Uh, oh, um, probably Spumoni? like Probably like the like a, a Superman ice cream, which is which is very generic to go to, and most kids like it. But when you when you get older, you take you know, nah. It's not a big fan. You want to have something else. It just, I don't, I feel, this is like a flavor of ice cream. I feel like I've had it a lot. And I vanilla, just maybe? don't just need any more. Is it just vanilla? Is that what it is? Maybe. That would be shameless. Shameless would be yeah. vanilla. Yeah. A vanilla uh, bourbon I think, I think mix, it's awful. Maybe. It's not entertaining. I think Jeff Hardy, the more they put him on the microphone, the worse it gets. Uh, Seamus doing his, you know, his scripted promos and... <sighs> Why, but now, but now why the Jeff is, and Miz stuff, I mean, that was a great match. No, the match was yeah. good. And there's, and 
I, I don't think there's any problem with that. And I don't even, I don't think there's any problem with the, the Miz and, and John Morrison on the mic. I think they're they're fine. I think Jeff Hardy's hey, hey, ho, ho. still awful on the mic. <laughs> he has been forever. Yeah. Uh, you got to give it in short bursts. And it's I, I why are we focusing on this storyline that he did with CM Punk? Ten years ago, yeah, sure, it is, it is the same storyline. Hey, by the way, uh, I would say out of the two, Jeff's the better wrestler, Matt's the better promo talker. So, yeah, yeah, know. oh, I don't think anybody could disagree with that, except for maybe Jeff. He would probably try to argue with us, but I don't um, think anybody else. Hey, or maybe Chris B. Hey, Jeff's Jeff's always been cool to the show, so you know he's and a I, great dude. I and I know him. this is last week, but what did that bartender do to Jeff, and why would he smash him over the head? That's with a heel bottle? move, right? That's a totally a heel move. What's yeah. wrong with it? That, he didn't do anything but what he was paid to do. Right. That that's a heel move. <laughs> that that's the thing that upsets me about a lot of times WWE. Even AEW does this too. It's like you know, and, and this is the thing that that. You know, you, sitting under Al, Al always brings up. He's like, "What's the why?" And he and the why would be, well, "Why would why would Jeff turn around and do that?" And you're like, "Well, he's well, he's been provoked." Or okay, but why would that's a he, the heel takes it out on 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 something some innocent person, not the baby. The baby goes after the heel. He leaves that bartender alone. He he knows he's innocent. He goes after the right. heel. He doesn't go after. The bar- now, uh, like I said, flip the script. That's what Sheamus will grab him. Do it. That makes sense. So I, I, I hate when they and WWE does it a lot. If you go back years ago, they used to not do that. But they've done it a lot in the last five years, at least. They've done. A, they don't do it as much as NXT. Interesting. But they do it. But they. But AEW d- does it a lot too. It makes no sense. Why is the heel? Why is the baby doing heel heelish things? So that's just kind of my and and kind of grinds your gears. A little bit that yeah. and just yeah. just yeah a lot of things do like that especially in burying the refs. Um, I have a but no, I, I like that when especially when the ref gets hit or punched or knocked out. That's my favorite yeah, part of the show. Actually, those don't bother me. Believe it or not, even though I hate when it happens to me, but those don't bother me as much because it could make the finish. No, better. I meant like specifically when it happens to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 he said, "Now I know why you're watching Slim Virtue, just to see if something happens to me, right?" That's that uh, impact is must see TV for me for that very reason. All right, speaking of impact, let's uh, let's finish the show with that. And we've had a long show here. And we appreciate everybody listening. We got a lot to talk about though. And uh, so Impact Wrestling on Tuesday night, leading up to the road to Slammiversary is bound. To, we got one more week left, and Slammiversary is this Saturday on pay-per-view. Get it on the Fight app. Download it. Watch it. Pre-order now today. Actually, there's a spe- special package if you pre-order today. You get, all, you get a shirt and a hat and a bunch of cool stuff. So get out there and watch it. Also, uh, they're having the, the first ever... Uh, celebration sell is the key word of that where we're, uh, in the morning uh, Saturday morning you can actually get on uh, register to uh, get a part of this and you can have a, a Zoom da- call I'm downloading the fight app right now okay you can download a uh, a, a Zoom call and you could speak with one of the one of the stars of uh, of impact uh, interaction with them other things that can happen other cool stuff involved it's the first ever this kind so ch- links on our page links on impacts check it out it's a pretty cool state-of-the-art kind of in this pandemic world we're living in you know it's kind of a cool first annual maybe it'd be more than that but it's just something something different that that uh they're doing that i don't see any other company doing right now and they're taking advantage of this pandemic so it's pretty cool so, um, so if you, uh, I, I'm assuming I know you have, of course I have. 
Eric, have you watched Impact this week? I have uh, not watched the show. I don't have the ability to watch the show okay. right now. At least I don't think I do. Uh, <laughs> oh, you don't? Oh, as far as the channel on Access yeah, TV? Yeah, okay. uh, I, don't have, I don't have that channel, but I do try to catch up on it. Uh, you know, the recap. Well, I think it comes on, on Twitch uh, live okay. at the same time, and they replay it. And then also it, it's on the uh, later. I don't know what day it is. I should know this, but it, on the Impact app, Plus app, if you have okay. that, All right. you can later watch it on that too. Cool. So. Uh, but but I did catch up on on the happenings this week, and uh, yeah, I mean it looks like they've got a lot of stuff going on. It is interesting, as you all said last week, where you know to rebound from where they were a few years ago. Yeah, uh, it's uh, you know they've got a good product right now. I just think more people need to see it, you know, and need to know what's going on there. I think that Impact has the second best women's roster roster in wrestling right now, behind WWE and NXT. If you put that together. Uh, they have the second best. I mean, they're they're way ahead of AEW. They got a great women's roster right now. I would, say, you know what? Yeah, if you put those together, the second to me, I think they're. And of course, I'm maybe biased, but I think it's probably the best women's women's division. But you got to take Sasha and Bailey and Charlotte, and I get it. If you put them all together, it's hard to beat all those guys. But well, for plus sure, we also get the fact that you work there, so you're yeah, not going. Yeah, we're we're not stupid. Uh, no, but, but I mean, we would. Lo- I mean, we would love to have those, those that talent at Impact and you know whatever. So yeah, absolutely. But uh, but anyway, so some of the stuff I've been seeing leading up to Slammiversary, I'm I'm pretty excited about, and uh, yeah, I think uh, the the intriguing part of who's going to show up, and uh, it, hopefully we're not disappointed. I'd like to see uh, some names, whether they're names that were part of the releases that happened three months ago, or somebody else we just haven't seen in a while. Yeah. Um, well, we got. We know for sure that we don't know. Who the, well, we know there's going to be a mystery opponent in the main event. It could be a returning star. It could not be. And that's right. the, that's that's the key. Everyone, I think everyone's assuming it's someone returning. It could be. It could be somebody on the current roster. Um, and I have no insight on this either. I legit don't because because uh, at this time when we recorded, it was a five way. So that's uh, you know that's I have no idea who that who's going to be in that spot. But right, I really don't. Sure. Um, but um, but as far as you know, it could be that. And also, you know, we just got a new ad this week where they said not only a returning champion, he's not he's not coming, and he said he. He's not well, yeah, coming. They, sh- they show the three hands grabbing three different glasses. He's not coming alone. I bet so, it's EC3 and, and the Good Brothers. Okay. Well, that so you say EC3 and the Good Brothers, and I, I think Carl was, Anderson yeah. and, and Doc Gallows. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that would be your your three. And I don't know. It, it was when I said it, but now I'm thinking there's so much potential for an Aces and Eights reunion yeah, that night, yeah. even if it's only like a, a short. Because you got Bubba Ray who's out of his contract now. Right. He could come in with with Gallows and Anderson, and, and Ken Anderson's a free agent. Yeah. Uh, all those guys. So I mean, that would be pretty cool. But who who else would if with EC3? Who else? And D'Lo is the head of talent relations, so. Oh, it could be Ryder and Hawkins. It could be EC3, Ryder, and Hawkins. We've seen a couple weeks ago Eric Young was teased, yeah. which I had a pretty uh, interesting Twitter conversation with him the other day. Remind me to tell you after we go off the air, but but that, w- that, was, cool. that was a cool experience. Could it be, could it be <clears throat> Mike Bennett and Maria and somebody else? I don't know. I mean. So of all the uh, – Yeah, because Rhino- honestly – I'm sorry not to cut you off, but honestly – it's wrestling fans. Let's take the business part out of it. They always try to trick us into thinking one thing, and they have been focused on the three. It, and this was the first week we saw three different hands grab a glass of, of, of drink. 
But we've seen those three glasses on the table for the last month, and oh, who's who's got a three in their name? EC three. What if we don't even see him at Slammiversary? Possible. What if they? What if they've tricked us into thinking something else? They've teased that that he Slater was going to be be there. They've teased right that, with Ronald saying, "I yeah. got a tech team partner. He's got kids." And he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they tease Gallows and Anderson, and they've teased EC three and Eric Young. What if none of those? That's what's going to disappoint me. I don't. If see, none of those guys show up. I don't see Gallows and Anderson in Impact. I really, I don't think it's the best move for them. Um, just. Well, the rumors I just, are. I just don't think it is. The rumors are though is that they're 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 signing with Impact and New Japan, so they can they can work New I Japan have heard and that, Impact. Yeah. So from from that standpoint, it does make sense because they can still do their in, they can still do dates in state and have right. a, have on television, but then do their big con- which is be the bigger contract yeah. in Japan, which is what the money they were going to get they were going to get good money there. AEW is going to give them great money, and WWE just match AEW, so that's why they stayed. But they were wanting to go back to Japan a few months ago, and and then possibly go to AEW, and then it all everything happened. So that's that's the only thing that I I guess where it does sure. make sense. But at the same time, money wise, you know, who's to say that AEW doesn't do the same thing? Hey, we'll offer you more in state and let you go overseas. Will they do that? I don't know. We haven't seen AEW let somebody do that yeah, right now. Right. We've seen AEW let them take – there's guys in AEW take outside bookings because there's guys that do other right, shows. Right, right. But, you know, well, we don't know about that. And think about it. There's one other guy who is really at least in everybody's mind is not going to wrestle. At least that's what he's saying. What about Rusev? Yeah. You've got you've got him hanging out there, and he's he's kind of led everybody to believe that he's he's just gonna. And they've you know, teased that Twitch. flag. They've teased his flag, the yeah. the the, yeah. Uh, the Russian flag, you know, um, being up on the on the, the Bulgarian flag. Oh, Bulgarian flag. Yeah, yeah. correct. Uh, I was thinking of Lana. Um, who who isn't though? To be fair, <laughs> 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 true. Is um, it just me or was Rusev not from like two different countries? Didn't he start out as? Bulgarian, and then then he he became a Russian sympathizer. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> I was trying to remember what the storyline yeah. was. So, anyways, they show his flag. They also showed a Japan flag this time too. Yeah, they did, and yeah. and that's very int- intriguing because I don't remember anybody that's been released. Now, another thing is we have to understand is that all of the NWA power releases were immediate releases, and I can't really James. Do we see James Storm again? He's been released. Uh, I, the NWA power guys, they, they're all free to do whatever they want now because well, they never. They, they, here's the thing about NWA power: they don't have no, an exclusive contract right, anyway. Right, right, they can right. show up at other places. That's why Coca Cabana was able to do AEW back and forth for a while. Right, right. Yeah. But I can to me, Ru, Rusev, if he went anywhere, it should be NWA power. He just seems like a old school heel, yeah, like type of dude. Well, I, NWA power is currently. Uh, stop their production. Well, of course we, they've stopped the period, but they've actually stopped yeah. any production right yeah. now because yeah. of Dave Lagana and what's going on with him. But James so. Storm is not not a bad name, though. If you think about it, yeah. But don't, a, but to me, don't you need Rude too? Don't you need Bobby Rude and James Storm? Don't you need well, beer money? Well, no, because they brought. Well, maybe because they brought James Storm back. They brought James Storm to NXT. That was one of the most funny times as as far as a wrestling fan. James Storm appeared on NXT this Wednesday night that following was impact on Thursdays then. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, when they were on pop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was their year end, uh, year end review awards. And they're like the, the biggest letdown of 2000 and whatever 
was James Storm. And then the next week, by the time, because all those had been taped so far in advance, the next week he, he appeared he on Impact. <laughs> and it was like, man, that's got to be uncomfortable. But I don't know. Maybe you do have to have Bobby Roode. Maybe you don't. But James Storm's been killing it in NWA power. I mean, I, granted, I think his best gimmick was beer money. I mean, so was, in my opinion, so was, oh, glorious Bobby Roode in NXT no, was pretty amazing. I was going to say, Bobby Roode in NXT, the businessman, the four horsemen, the fortune, mm-hmm. Bobby Roode, that, that was awesome. And they've just, they've wasted him. But, you know, so, huh. who, who knows? Don't get me started you on know, that. But who knows? I mean, as far as that goes, I mean, legit, there's, you know, you could have the Good Brothers, you could have Mike and Maria, uh, you could have James Storm, you could have Eric Young, Bubba Ray, you, who's to say we don't get all these guys showing up Saturday? You know, I mean, uh, I think it's pretty good odds to say he's player. I'll show up. Um, but. Hey, I got an idea: a brass ring, a <laughs> battle ring, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Chris B can 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 referee it. <laughs> a brass ring, a battle boy hanging up. No ladder match, hanging up real tall. Yeah, but you, yeah, you have to hang it up. Yeah, it's like reverse, up. you know. Yeah. King right. of the, keep um, it on. Yeah, you have to hang it up. You have to get it, bring it down, then defend it or whatever. Fight that. into the ring they, instead yeah. of out of the ring. But real quick, did they do a reverse battle royal one time where yeah, they fought an outside? Yeah, that, that was old, old school TNA. Yeah. But uh, Kurt Angle has he been re-signed? The the rumors are he was, but I, I mean, I've heard rumors he was. But then I asked someone who also told me about Adam Cole and says Kurt Angle has not signed a new deal. I was like, oh, okay. Because they had been showing the American, the, the they they well, did actually at showed one point Kurt Angle. Show Kurt Angle. They yeah. showed Kurt Angle again this past week. Uh, there was also talk about somebody else who was, you know, thinking about going somewhere else, but uh, Sting. Yeah, yeah. They showed they did show Sting this week too. They showed oh, him when they, they said Sting? Pre- oh, yeah, they showed okay. Sting. Primo and uh, I'm just reading over the list. These are the guys that were released that day. Primo and Epico, Leo Rush. Leo Rush would be money and impact. Yeah. Aiden English, EC3, Mike and Maria, No Way Jose, and I don't think there's no way Jose should ever be on the screen again. Um, Sarah Logan, which we know what's going on with her. She's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Eric Rowan and everybody else we've mentioned. So uh, Kurt Angle, Rusev, Drake Maverick, Zach Ryder, Hawkins, the Good Brothers. And there's, and there's and women out there, too, that could show up. I mean, of course, you named Maria, but there's other NXT women released that What's Your Name um, – um, oh gosh, she was with she was released at NXT. Blonde hair. Um, Don't know. Deanna Perazzo was the only one. Uh, t- uh, yeah, yeah. You're Taya Conti. Taya Con- yeah, Conti. Con- so she she's another one. Um, you know, then you've got um, uh, you've also got you know people they can bring back. You know, say a uh, a Hall of Famer for TNA. Um, one in, by the name of Gail Kim. You know, I mean that can. It, I mean, we could sit here all day. We we should have done a separate podcast that was just Slammiversary, yeah, and through everything else on the other one. But like, we could sit here all day and and speculate on who it could and could not be. Uh, I just don't want to be. I'm I'm like Eric. I do. I, I'm like Eric and Chris B over here. Um, <laughs> I just don't want to be disappointed. Yeah, yeah. And they, you know, back when it was TNA and and they they had. A way of uh, doing that to us a lot. Now yeah, things are changed. You know the different different people in charge. But yeah, they would always. But this was an announcement that will change the <laughs> face of wrestling. How many did we have of that oh back in God. the TNA days? So much, and That's it just like oh, no. I mean, it's going to be exciting. I'm excited to see uh, what happens. I'm excited to be a part of this event. Um, Congratulations! By you. the way, thank you. Yeah. 
Um, Slumiverse is going to be fun. It's going to be amazing. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I can't. Uh, I, I personally can't wait to see. Even, even though that day before the show happens, I'll probably in production meeting on those certain things already, and I still will be excited and can't wait for it to take place because it's just one of those things. What if it's Impact Hall of Famer? Earl Hebner that runs down and <laughs> destroys Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> oh, I love it. Mike Kyoto comes down from the rafters oh, with a steel chair. Bam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we we missed the Mike Kyoto in there. It could be. Yeah, it could be Mike. He was released. It could be Mike Kyoto. Yeah. He could show up at uh we had no idea. Mike Kyoto's gonna be there to yeah, but that's be, the thing. We would expect Earl and get Mike Yoda. That's that was the old. So, but but you will like that day. You'll you'll like text me and let me know what's going on in advance, right? Absolutely, one hundred percent not. <laughs> just, just nod your real feelings on that. Okay, he. I, I, will, I won't reveal what he said, but okay, okay, he will not tell me what's going on. I'm going to be out of town. I'm going to be in Florida dodging and. and Dodging the Rona. Yeah, I, I, le, legit though, I, I already know I'm going to get the text from 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 a few people. Like, hey man, so you got any? You no, got, you're can not you tell me anything. I, and I already conversely, I already know I'm going to get the text. Oh my god, dude! You'll never believe who's back here. Who? Well, I can't talk I to you about that. Right yeah, yeah, you just, this, you just this, have to watch. That's what this bleepity bleep hey, does to me. If it gets you to watch, if it gets you to watch, I'm already going to watch. That's just you being a, a douche. <laughs> Uh, but no, you will. I swear to you, you will not. I'll be too concerned. I'll be gloved and masked up, fighting the evil powers of the Rona down there, brother, and uh, and making sure I'll be safe. So you will not get that text from me. But I do expect some sort of perk from uh, from from this venture here. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, my DMs are going to be uh, a lot. Of people going to be sliding in those days. I'm sure, or that day. I'm sure. Um, it's not any different than normal. <laughs> You're right, probably. <laughs> All right, guys. And, and so that's not that's no that's not. I'm not talking about you putting fires out in the DM. I'm talking about. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. All right. Well, um, that's the end of the show, uh, guys. We appreciate listening. Uh, you can get us on the podcast avenues: Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher Radio. Tune in radio app, um, our heart radio, or just go to ringsidepodcast.com. We're listening all over the Barn Burner Network and over um, thousands and thousands of, of, of households throughout the world. We appreciate Barn Burner. Download the app, barnburnernetwork.com. And you can get us all on the social media, the Twitch, the Instagram, and the Facebook at Ringside Podcast. And individually on Twitter, I'm at Daniel Spencer. I'm at Jeremy underscore CSZ. I am at Eric on the air on Twitter and on Instagram, Eric underscore Cornish. Look at that. I mean, I even had to. You didn't even I, have to prompt him like no, everybody else. That's true professional. Because yeah. he's a professional. I think we just, I think we need to bring Eric on more often. I, I That's think just, he I'm, needs I'm to lobbing be, for that. I know you want your baby brother, but I'm lobbying for Eric. No, lobbying for Eric. Not at all. Uh, <laughs> never said that. I don't know. That Chevy dude's pretty good. No one's. That's never. That, <laughs> said nobody that, ever. ever. Said nobody ever. <laughs> said nobody. But but the good thing is, is I have conformed both of my tw- my Twitter and my Instagram's the same. I think Daniel's. Daniel's oh, that's been that way forever. Daniel's yeah. Instagram used to be like Backstreet Boy fan one. Yeah, right, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. Now it's both Daniel Spencer. So. That's why I couldn't get one. I had to go with two. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that's just tearing up my heart. <laughs> I, wanted, uh, I wanted it. That hang on, hang on. That's the wrong. That that's in sync. Ooh. See, I don't know the difference because I'm not lame like you. <laughs> who, who corrected me? Ooh, how hot is it in here? 98 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say bye, bye, bye. And get, and get done with this whole 
nonsense. We are larger than life. All right, guys, no strings attached. I can do this all day long, you know. I'm sure uh, you get that can. three count song in there. That's <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Shout out to Shane Hems. I guess that's two in one show. <laughs> I, know. I know. We better get some royalties there, sir. Uh, you might see him Saturday. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. I, As always, in the meantime, between time. Until next time, you can catch us ringside. See ya. <laughs>